At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the Greg Peterson Experience on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is our number two of the Greg Peterson experience right here on VSIN. And if you're wondering, we are one hour away from the clock striking midnight here on the West Coast. Once we got the continental 48 states out here all on a Sunday, we are going to be diving full on with regards to the NFL coverage. And we're going to be doing a little bit here in this hour. I'm going to be taking a look at odds to be able to win the MVP. But speaking of MVPs, the guys behind the scenes do an absolutely terrific job. My producer, Wyatt, doing an absolutely amazing job. Nick, who I want just seeing in passing, he does absolutely great work all over. He joined the team a few weeks ago. And then we've got a new gentleman that has been helping out with the audio. I know that my friend Jeff Parles, who is ahead of me when it comes to everything he winds up doing Visa and Bet Center before I wind up coming on. He was wondering the name. I am wondering as well. So we're just calling him by his real name, MVP. So. We're going with that. Everyone behind the scenes, they do an absolutely terrific job over here at VSIN. Without them, you wouldn't be seeing my smiling face right now. So you've got a little bit of that going on. And right now, you're smiling if you've got a ticket on Nevada laying about 14 points. As right now, they are within the spread 34 to 17. Got about four minutes left in this one. Actually, make it 230 left in this one. Nevada has the ball. They're trying to salt this game away. If you wound up taking the total of anywhere between 61 and a half and 62, Hopefully you want taking it under because right now that is a pace that we are on. Certainly we could see strange things wind up happening, but if Nevada is able to convert the third down, which they are unable to, so Hawaii is going to be able to get the ball back. It certainly would lead to a little bit of a bad situation there, but as of right now, Nevada 
putting themselves in relatively good footing to be able to cover this one, 34-17 with about two minutes left. And then the other Pac-12 after dark game wound up going final, I would say about 30 or so minutes ago as Utah was able to get a two-touchdown win over Arizona State. Arizona State opened up a one-point favorite in a lot of spots, closed as a one-point underdog in a lot of places, a total of right around 52.5. That winds up going over as Utah able to get it done by a count of 35-21. to 21. And then... In Major League Baseball, which we're really going to be hitting upon in a minute, you wound up seeing a pair of teams be able to put up a little bit of something to be able to get it done. In Boston versus Houston was very much different from what we wound up seeing in Atlanta versus L.A. As the Boston Red Sox go on the road, they wind up hitting a pair of grand slams in the first two innings. They wind up getting a win over the Houston Astros by a count of 9-5. to five. Important for the series in that Luis Garcia wound up leaving due to an injury. Why this is important is that, well, let's face it, Luis Garcia has not necessarily been effective this postseason. And typically, when if you do wind up having an injury, that causes a guy to end their series. We saw this with the Boston Red Sox in that Garrett Richards was unable to continue on. You can oftentimes wind up getting a different pitcher in the fold. And that's going to be important because the Houston Astros only wound up getting one ending out of him. The bulk guy was Jake Odorizzi. They were able to get four out of him, but... They certainly had to dive into that bullpen, and let's face it, Luis Garcia just has not been great. So if you wound up taking a very small plus price on the Boston Red Sox and backing Nathan Eovaldi, you were able to get it done there. And then in the Dodgers versus the Atlanta Braves game, it was a bullpen game for the Dodgers, and they were unable to get the win against the Atlanta Braves. 3-2 to the final. Braves now 11-1 and in the last 12 starts of Max Fried. He winds up giving up two runs over the course of six innings. He has now went with 13 straight starts in which he has given up three runs or fewer. So he has been absolutely lights out for the Atlanta Braves. And for the Braves, Austin Riley, the hero in this one. He wound up having a home run earlier in the game off of Tony Gonsolin in the ninth inning. He winds up hitting the game-winning RBI single. So he was certainly able to get it done. And that sets us up for game two of Dodgers versus Atlanta Braves, which is going to be coming up on Sunday. This is one that's going to be a little bit of an evening time game. So you're going to have a little bit of time if... You don't want to get in a bet right now because it looks like it's going to be Max Scherzer who's going to be going in game two in this one. But we have seen some, shall we say, funky moves from the L.A. Dodgers as we wound up seeing it in game five. It looked like it was going to be Julio Arias for days and then they wind up going with the opener of Corey Knable. So I think we can rule out Corey Knable getting the start. That would be his third straight start and that would be. I think the first time in MLB postseason history in which a guy winds up starting three straight games for his respective team in the same postseason. But you've right now got a situation which the LA Dodgers are a pretty sizable favorite. You're finding them at DraftKings and other jurisdictions on the East Coast, them as high as a minus 190. If you're looking more out here in Las Vegas, you're going to be finding them anywhere between a minus 170 to a minus 178. You're finding the Braves as anywhere between a plus 160 to a plus 164-ish underdog in I wrote this up for the New York Post. I don't know if it's going to quite be able to make the paper or not, just because typically they have to have these things all taken care of very early. And there wasn't a line until after the conclusion of Dodgers versus Atlanta Braves because there was a lot of speculation as to whether or not Max Scherzer was going to go or not. So if this, if you're waking up getting the New York Post and you don't wind up seeing my play in there, that is why not really anyone's fault, just a situation in which the logistics are a little bit messy when it comes to the LA Dodgers. I knew they're going to be starting a pitcher right now, but I wound up giving out the Dodgers on the money line. And if I were looking at the money line, it certainly would be the spot where I'm taking, but I think that there might be good value 
and taking a run and a half here when it comes to the Atlanta Braves. Because when it comes to the Atlanta Braves, this is a bunch in which they've been able to get some very good pitching. You take a look at Ian Anderson, and he is going to be the starter for the Atlanta Braves going up against Max Scherzer. And he has been very good at home so far this year. He's got right around about a 3-4-5 home ERA. When you take a look at what he's been able to do with regards to the deep ball, he's given up six home runs at 61 plus innings when he's been at Atlanta. So he certainly has been at his best. And you take a look at Max Scherzer for his career. He's been a little bit shaky against the Atlanta Braves. A career ERA that overs right around 3-8. As we know, you want it coming over from the Washington Nationals. So he's got a lot of experience going up against this Atlanta Braves team. So no shortage of it there. Now, his teams have been coming out on top quite a bit. And his last 20 starts against the Atlanta Braves, whether that be with the LA Dodgers or the Washington Nationals, his teams are 13-7. and seven, So that's been pretty rock solid. But you do take a look at both of these teams as well. And they just haven't given up runs in general. You take a look at the Atlanta Braves, and they've given up four runs or fewer, and now 11 out of their last 12 games. And for the Dodgers, nine straight games of giving up four runs or fewer for themselves. So you've got a good situation here when it comes to the pitchers. And when it comes to this total, I take a look at that 7.5. I think that it is too high. I'm going to be taking a look at an under personally, which I do think that it is intriguing because you've got an Atlanta Braves team that you've got the boom squad as you've got four guys that during the regular season gave you at least 30 home runs. Austin Riley, who I was mentioning a little bit earlier, being the hero for the team in game one, Freddie Freeman, a guy that I really feel like should get a lot of buzz for MVP. Obviously, the MVP voting has been done, but if I were to give it to someone, probably would give it to Bryce Harper, but I think that Freddie Freeman and Austin Riley both have a good case for it. Then you've got Ozzie Albies, along with Adam Duvall, who have really been able to go yard. And we've seen a little bit of the effect of what not having Max Muncy has done for this LA Dodgers team as the offense has been a little bit stagnant here in the postseason. They have scored more than three runs in just two of their games thus far. So it certainly has been a little bit of a tough go for, for the Dodgers. Now, when the Dodgers have been able to score runs, they've scored a whole boatload of runs. It has really been an all or nothing situation for them. They either wind up giving you a plus or they wind up giving you three or fewer. So that is something that you do want to take note of. Justin Turner here in the postseason has been hitting just barely above a 100. So that has been a little bit of an issue for them. But I take a look at both of these bullpens as well. I think that it is something that you want to take a look at because post-All-Star break, these have been two of the top four bullpens in the big leagues. The Atlanta Braves, they weren't able to get a whole lot generated with their bullpen. Guys like A.J. Minter and company were not firing all cylinders at the beginning of the year. And I do feel like they wound up missing Mark Melanson a little bit earlier in the year. They were able to pick up Richard Rodriguez in the trade deadline, which he has been out of the fold a little bit for this Atlanta Braves team as well. I don't know if it's injury-related or what have you, but he was not on the roster for the National League Divisional Series, so he has been out of the fold, but they wound up getting Jesse Chavez late in the process. He has been able to do a nice job for this team. Tyler Madzik ever since the beginning of the month of July. Someone who wound up pitching on Saturday, but did not wind up firing in a lot of pitches as you wound up having three Atlanta Braves arms come in on Saturday. None of them threw more than 18 pitches, so conceivably all three guys could wind up coming back in this one, but they've all been just lights out for this team. Now, Will Smith, as I always like to say, likes to get jiggy with it. It certainly is a situation in which you sometimes are holding your breath when he winds up coming in, and I would argue that the closer of the Braves and Mr. Smith, he probably is the least trustworthy of those bullpen pieces at this point for the Atlanta Braves, but then you take a look at the other side for the LA Dodgers. They wind up having a bullpen game on Saturday, but what's really intriguing to me is that only one guy wound up throwing more than 16 pitches for the LA Dodgers, which I think is really smart because 
I mean, even if Max Scherzer winds up giving you seven strong innings like Max Scherzer has been able to do just throughout his career time and time again, you are probably going to need someone to come out of the bullpen and give this team a little bit of length. And that makes what wound up happening on Saturday all the more important And that the only guy that wound up throwing more than 16 pitches, that would be Tony Gonsolin. So the Dodgers are in very good shape to have someone wind up coming back and being able to throw on back-to-back days, even if it winds up being the guy that we wound up seeing start on Saturday. And Corey Knable is one of the more rock-solid relievers that you're going to find remaining in the postseason. So I do think that you've got a lot of nuances with this. If you're looking at the money line, I would probably advocate for the Dodgers just because you've got a spot in which with the LA Dodgers, I don't see them falling down by kind of two to zero, but also do keep in mind, this is a Dodgers team that last year, because this is a rematch of the 2020 National League Championship Series that they got down three to one and they wound up having to reel off three straight wins in order to be able to make the World Series. So that is something that I do think that you want to keep in mind, but you do also just take a look at what you're able to get in general out of this LA, LA Dodgers team. And I do think that it is a little bit greater than what you're able to get out of the Atlanta Braves. But both of these teams have been firing all cylinders with both of their starting pitchers along with the bullpen pieces. So I do think that this is a good spot to be able to take an under. And like I said, if you're looking to reduce the juice, because I do think that the Dodgers win this game outright, I do think that this comes down to a one-run game. So perhaps taking a run and a half with the Atlanta Braves, you're going to be fine that anywhere between minus 105 to a minus 115 might be a good look here in the NLCS. And what is always a good look, just being able to take a look at some futures with the NBA. The association is going to be coming back before we know it. So I'm going to get you caught up on that on the Greg Peterson experience on Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. 
Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, <laughs> hey, hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but. All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. This is the Greg Peterson Experience, and this segment of the Greg Peterson Experience is presented by Zen Nicotine Patches. Zen is working to create a world where you can enjoy life on your own terms. Zen Nicotine Pouches are smoke free, spit free, and hassle free tobacco alternatives that can be enjoyed anywhere and at any time. So that way, you don't miss a minute of the game or tailgate party that you are currently attending. Available in 10 varieties, including spearmint, coffee, and citrus, Zinn can be found at your convenience store nationwide or in your area, so you can find your Zinn wherever you are. Zinn's nicotine pouches are clean and discreet with no lingering smell, plus it's easy to use indoors or out, making it the perfect complement to your everyday. Also, Zinn comes in two strengths, so you have control over your nicotine satisfaction. Zinn contains nicotine and is only for adult nicotine consumers 21 or older. Learn more and find your local retailer at Zinn.com. That is Z-Y-N.com. And warning, this is a product that contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical as we are back here on the Greg Peterson Experience right here on Beast and the Sports Betting Network coming at you from Circus Sportsbook. Absolutely magnificent place. Unfortunately, all the games have come to an end on this college football Saturday. Saturday for us out here on the West Coast. If you're out there on the East Coast, well, for some of you guys, it's been Sunday for a few hours, but the Nevada Wolfpack, they were able to close it out. They were able to get the cover 34-17. to You wound up seeing them open up as right around about a 16-point favorite. This is one that teeter-tottered a little bit throughout the week, but they wound up closing in a lot of spots at 14, a couple straight 14 and a half. but regardless of if you wound up having 14 or 14 and a half, Nevada was able to cover the spread for you. If you wound up taking this total over, not quite enough steam for you as you wound up having a total close anywhere between 61 and a half and 62, open up more around to 59 and a half, and, well, you wound up having 51 points in this game, so certainly wound up going under and Nevada able to get it done there and speaking of being able to get it done we're going to be looking to try to get it done on the nba hardwood as well the association is back in our lives as we know the vcin college basketball betting guide is now out jonathan von tobel did an absolutely amazing job with that it all is going to be getting tipped off on tuesday october 19th and we got to take a look at what we're going to be able to get for the season in general i wound up going through some of the title odds a little bit earlier and well, I can tell you right now, if you're betting on the Nets right now, barely above $2 in a lot of places, I don't think that you're necessarily getting good value, but 
I do think that there's a little bit more value when it comes to the player props market. We're going to be starting with just the rookies because I do think that the young guys deserve a little bit of love. I got to see a lot of these guys when it comes to college basketball. And obviously, you've got a couple guys that they are towards the forefront of this list. When it comes to rookie of the year odds at DraftKings, you've got Jalen Green as the short shot, which I actually think is a little bit surprising at plus $2 because the guy that I like is Kate Cunningham. He's at plus $3. Got Jalen Suggs at a plus 750. Evan Mobley is 9 to 1. Alperin Sagoon is 13 to 1. You've got Scotty Barnes at 14 to 1. I would not waste your money on Scotty Barnes. Davion Mitchell is 18 to 1. You got Josh Giddy. You're giddy if you're getting him at 25 to 1. James Booknight is 28 to 1. Chris DeWarte is 35 to 1. And then you've got everyone else outside of 35 to 1. You're looking for a little bit of a long shot. Chris DeWarte, because he is so old, I actually think that that provides a little bit of value because you know that he's got a little bit of a higher floor. He might have a little bit less of a ceiling, but I was at Oregon. He was absolutely tremendous. You know that this guy is going to be able to work his tail off as he actually wound up being a highly touted Juco transfer. So he's someone that he has really built himself from the bottom up. You always like to see those sorts of stories, but I take a look at it. And I do think that Kate Cunningham is a guy that's going to be able to get it done because this guy does a little bit of everything. Just taking a look at him at Oklahoma State last year, he did wind up having his turnover woes, but we saw it while he was at Summer League. He was a very good three-point shooter, someone that is able to do a good job of being able to drive to the cup. He is a very solid defender now. As we know, defense doesn't necessarily get the headlines when it comes to the NBA, that's for sure, but someone who's going to have the ball in his hands a lot for a Detroit team that I feel like they were a team in which their record didn't necessarily indicate the way that they wound up playing last year. No doubt. The Pistons were not necessarily great last year. There is no lying on that, but it felt like they wound up losing a couple games that they should have wound up winning. Maybe that was a little bit of upfront tanking because when it comes to tanking in these sports, it's not the players that are necessarily doing it. It's more the front offices. It's more the folks that are up top rather than the guys are actually out there on the floor because keep in mind these are gentlemen that they are fighting for paychecks these are gentlemen that they are looking to be able to put their family away from life i was gonna be i was gonna say put food on the table with these contracts if they're having a tough time in that i really don't know what to tell you there but you take a look at just the detroit pistons team in general i do think that it is a little bit of an intriguing bunch because obviously we're talking about kate cunningham and I do think that he should be the short shot when it comes to rookie of the year. But you take a look at some of the other guys on this roster, and I like what I see. Luca Garza has actually been able to show a little bit of something here in both summer league along with what he's been able to do here in the preseason. I think that he's going to be actually a nice asset for the Pistons. I feel like a lot of people were souring on him because they were calling him only a college player, but we said the same thing about Grayson Allen, and I'm not here to say that Grayson Allen has become like an MVP candidate or anything like that, but He's been a solid NBA pro, and we've been noticing it more and more with some of these guys, in which we think that their game may not translate to the NBA, and it has a little bit better. So I do give a little bit of credence there. I don't think that you're going to see a Jimmer for dead situation. And you do want to know that Kate Cunningham might be dealing with a little bit of an injury to start off the year, but let's face it, when it comes to the Rookie of the Year award odds, if he winds up lose, missing a couple games, that's not necessarily much of a damper. It's not a situation which it's like with the NFL where you wind up having a rookie miss like two or three games and that can ultimately cost them the award. When it comes to the NBA, you've got an NBA, well, you've got an 82 game season. And a lot of times when it comes down to a lot of these awards, it is how you wind up playing late. So that's all into 
factor there when you've got someone like a Jeremy Grant being able to help out. I do think that that's going to be very beneficial. And then you just take a look at some of the other guys on the list. James Booknight is someone that I don't necessarily know if he's going to have a great year with the Charlotte Hornets just because he wasn't necessarily efficient at UConn. Now, while he was at UConn, it was a situation in which a bad shot for James Booknight was better than a good shot for a lot of the other guys on his team, but right around a 30% three-point shooter, a guy that's able to do a wide variety of things, but I certainly have my question marks there. When it comes to Jalen Green, I think that he's going to be able to have himself a very nice season, but at the same time, would I be placing him at better odds than Kate Cunningham? Heck no. I do think that Jalen Green has a good chance to be able to be an immediate impact player, but I also have a little bit of a question mark as to the competition that he wound up playing as well, because with Jalen Green, as we all remember, he was one of those players that he decided, you know what, I'm going to bypass college. I am instead going to be playing for the G League. He wound up playing on the Ignite last year, and from all the tape that I wound up seeing on him, he was absolutely amazing. I wish I, I would have been able to get a chance to see him play college basketball, but I do think that it's a little bit of a different level. Now, we did wind up seeing LaMelo Ball be able to go in after playing for the Breakers of, I believe it was New Zealand, and obviously he wanted to pass in college as well, and he was just fine. Luka Doncic, he winds up coming over from overseas. Certainly a different situation there as you wouldn't anticipate someone like a Luka Doncic playing college basketball. He came in after playing in the European ranks, and he was absolutely tremendous. And I will say this, when it comes to how to gauge these guys, from everyone that I talk to, when it comes to what you wind up seeing with a lot of these prospects, it is sort of like if you would make a little bit of a comparison to the Major League Baseball Association, you take a look at it, and when it comes to just these guys that are getting drafted, it is sort of like with a lot of these European leagues, even the Turkish league, that's sort of like triple A when it comes to basketball. Obviously, the big leagues is the NBA. You would have more like your European ranks as triple A. And then college basketball is a very solid double A. I don't think that there's much of a difference between they and what you wind up getting overseas out there in Europe. But obviously, you're going up against grown men when you wind up avoiding college because let's face it, in college, you're playing against a bunch of 18 to 22 year olds. So that is certainly changing a little bit with the COVID year. You're seeing a lot of 23 year olds, or you could just wind up having a situation like we see with Jalen Coleman Lance and you wind up getting 47 years of college basketball eligibility. I mean, the guy has been in college since I was actually in college. That makes me feel really, really old as he has just globe trouted all these college basketball teams. That's a story for another day though, but I do think that that is a little bit of consideration as well when it comes to rookie of the year odds. And you're just looking for a little bit of upside as well, which is why I do think that Chris Duarte is someone that could be able to be in the running as well, because I do think that the Indiana Pacers are going to be able to do a relatively solid job this year. You take a look at what you're going to be able to get out of so many of these teams in the East end. We do know the top couple teams, obviously the Brooklyn Nets are going to be there. I think that the Milwaukee Bucks have a lot of value when it comes to their, not just NBA title odds, but their odds to be able to win the East as well. I do recognize that they were a couple shoe sizes away from being knocked out by the Brooklyn Nets. But as we know, that Kyrie Irving situation, that is a little bit of a sticky situation. I question what you're going to be able to get out of Patty Mills as well. And we're going to continue this discussion. Just take a look at some of the NBA props that we have coming into the season because the association is going to be coming back in the next few days. I think that it's going to be an absolutely tremendous year. When it comes to the NBA, we've got things that are wide open. So going to get you guys all set for the association season on the other side right here on VSIN, the Sports Bank Network for the Greg Peterson Experience. 
Dancing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Shoot for victory, stream live TV, play for free this hoop season with the Hulu Plus TV prediction series. Join for free. Join for free to play prediction pools for your shot at $20,000 in total prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Hulu to get in on the action now. This hoop season, it's time to have Hulu Plus Live TV. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details as we are back here on the Greg Peterson Experience. I am Greg Peterson and so glad we wound up having that read up because what gets me through a lot of nights when I'm doing my college basketball previews is oftentimes I go down to work. I'm looking at some of these mid-major conferences and I'm doing a lot of work when it comes to being able to review the film and everything like that for these scenes. But once in a while, I catch myself and a little bit of a guilty pleasure and I wind up watching just some ridiculous Hulu movie that I have absolutely no idea what it is. And I'm sure that many of you guys have done the exact same thing. And it's like the seed of insert something other than Chucky here that is like some bad spinoff. Count me in. I do it a lot and it's something that it winds up getting me through the nights. It helps me be productive. I have no idea. I have no idea why or how, but I run on pretty much watching bad Hulu movies, a bunch of random energy shots, along with steamed vegetables and grilled chicken to be able to give you guys all the content that I do on this show, along with over here at VEASAN. So a big shout out to them and a big shout out to the NBA for coming back within the next few days as we're taking a look at just what we're going to be able to get in general this season. And I do think that the odds to be able to win MVP is very fascinating because, because we, I need you guys to just correct me if I'm wrong here, but Luka Doncic being atop the MVP board. Where have I heard this one before? Oh yeah, last year. He is right now by far the favorite over at DraftKings to be able to win this award. He has at plus 380. You've got Kevin Durant who's at plus 600. From there, you wind up getting some longer shots. Joel Embiid and Giannis Antetokounmpo are at 8-1. to one. You've got Stephen Curry at plus 900. Damian Lillard is at 14-1. to one. You got at 15 to 1, Nikola Jokic, who is the reigning MVP, along with LeBron James. Then you get a lot of 20 to 25 to 1 shots. James Harden, Trey Harden, Trey Young, along James Harden, are both at 20 to 1. And then Devin Booker, Anthony Davis, Kawhi Leonard, Russell Westbrook at 25 to 1. And I find it really intriguing that you've got a bunch of Lakers on this list, and they're all either between 15 to 25 to 1. You've got a trio of guys. There are anywhere between, I think it's something like 7 to 15. So that is something that I take a look at, and it just makes it really hard to be able to bet on any of these guys, especially LeBron James, because with LeBron, he is a really solid player. When he's firing all cylinders, he might be still a top five player when it comes to this league, but we've seen voters do this in a wide variety of sports. A guy winds up winning an award a lot, or a guy just keeps on being really, really solid because with LeBron, you can count him in for pretty much 25 points. You're able to count him in for seven plus assists. You're able to rely upon him just doing a bunch of things really, really well. And we sort of just get sick of it. We want that new shiny object. And I don't know how that's going to translate to Luka Doncic or not. Because with Luka, he was the odds-on favorite to be able to win MVP last year. It didn't wind up happening for him. Do you think that that might wind up helping him slash hurting him a little bit is a question that you have to be weighing on yourself before you wind up firing in on him because 
this is an award in which it is voted on by human beings. It's not like you got one set algorithm in which it's like, oh, points are weighted here. If you wind up playing really good defense, it's worth this much. Nope, it's based on the writers and the writers only, which means that what winds up happening towards the back half of the season, it's probably going to mean a little bit more than what winds up happening earlier in the year. Although I will say with Luka Doncic, I felt like he was probably a little bit unfairly held back based on what wound up happening at the beginning of the year because with the Dallas Mavericks down the stretch, I'm not going to say that they were absolutely amazing, but they were able to play some relatively solid basketball. But in the beginning part of the year, you could tell that they were a little bit shaky. And what I think would help out Luka Doncic as well is just being able to get a little bit more out of the guy that we thought was going to be a star for the Dallas Mavericks, but has not been living up to it. That'd be Kristaps Porzingis. Typically, when you wind up having an MVP, you've got a really good Robin behind him. We've seen this with Giannis Antetokounmpo, who wound up winning two MVP awards. The fact that he had Chris Middleton being able to help him out, being able to help him just look good in general and take a little bit of pressure off, I felt like that was very, very beneficial with Nikolai Jokic. You wound up seeing him last year that you wound up having his main form of support, which makes him really interesting for this award as well. Go down in Jamal Murray, but when Jamal Murray wound up going down, the reason why this team didn't necessarily fall off cliff is because Michael Porter Jr. was able to do a nice job as well. And then that leads me to what I think there is a little bit of value on at 9-1, to one, Steph Curry, because we saw with Steph Curry last year, I felt like he had a really good argument for this award. Now, the did wind up missing a couple games that you could tell that there was a little bit of shaky play. When it comes to Golden State Warriors, they wound up having to be in the play-in, but I mean, must-watch TV towards back half last year was Steph Curry. The only reason why he didn't wind up getting the award, in my opinion, is just because the Golden State Warriors, they did wind up having to play in that play-in game. He wound up averaging 32 points per game, and you just take a look at what Mr. Curry was able to do down the stretch. He was putting up 40 burgers on nearly every single night. He was must-watch TV, and he was doing that all without having his main form of support. That would be our good that would be our good friend Clay Thompson. And Clay Thompson, no doubt, he's probably going to be missing a couple of games this year. You've got James Wiseman, who you've got to figure that he is going to be out the fold towards the beginning part of this season as well. But you take a look at this Golden State Warriors bunch, and I think that it's going to be really intriguing to see what we wind up getting this year because now they are going to be much closer to full health than they were last year. So that is really going to be able to help them out. And when it comes to this Golden State Warriors team, you do got to feel like there are going to be a little bit of rest and recovery nights for some of these guys. We've seen it with Draymond Green. Obviously, we're going to be seeing it with Klay Thompson coming off a catastrophic injury like he wound up having, and not just a catastrophic injury, back-to-back catastrophic injuries. I mean, what wound up happening in Klay Thompson? You don't wish upon anyone, but if Stephen Curry is able to play north of 70 games, if he's able to duplicate what he did last year, for one, I think that this is a Golden State Warriors team that, in general, is going to be just better when it comes to record-wise, and that's going to be able to help them out. And when you wind up just having the performances that you wound up putting up, being able to just make the amount of threes that he was able to just be able to put on a show like he did, that is going to lure in the voters as well because you always like storylines. You always love to be able to have guys win the award that are a little bit more electrifying. I think that Seth Curry certainly fits the bill. I do think that there would be a little bit more, I guess you could call it value on Giannis, but the reason why I can't really look at him for this award is because of something that I wanted talking about a little bit earlier with LeBron James. We've just seen Giannis do it time and time again. So even though Giannis is doing just some unearthly things, I mean, last year, you just take a look at it, 28 points, 11 rebounds, six assists. 
when we wind up seeing greatness, we like to poke as many holes into it as humanly possible. With Giannis, it's the fact that he wound up having his very strange free throw routine, and he is someone that he could afford to be a little bit better from the outside when it comes to three-point shooting. So that is something that I do think is going to be a little bit of a hindrance for him. And then when you just take a look at this award in general, it is really tough to be able to fire in on some of these longer shots. I do feel like Nikolai Jokic was a little bit due last year because I have been talking about it like two years ago, the fact that we weren't talking about him enough just in complete and utter safety suffering last year. The award really became more of an attendance award than anything else because you had a good case for Steph Curry. You wound up having a good case for Joel Embiid, a few other guys as well, but they wound up missing a lot of time. Meanwhile, with Nikolai Jokic, he was able to suit it up night in and night out, and that's something that you've got to be taking a look at when it comes to the MVP award as well. The reason why I can't take a look at LeBron James is the fact that he wound up being quite a bit banged up last year, and let's face it, he's not getting any younger, and he's playing with a bunch of senior citizens, which means that he's probably going to be filling up a bunch of minutes as well. When you're north of 35 years old, like LeBron James is at this point, it is going to make it a little bit tougher for him to be able to win this award. I take a look at some of the other names on this list, and you do have some injury concerns with quite a few of these guys as well, so that is something that gives me a little bit of pause when it comes to this award, because with Joel Embiid, when he is firing out cylinders, he is no doubt one of the best players in all the NBA. If he's not a top three player, he's certainly a top five player. I mean, he just winds up taking over games, but for one, what in the world are you going to be able to get out of Ben Simmons? This has been a big, giant drama, because with Ben Simmons, he might wind up starting out the year, but then again, he just might pass on it, because that's just the way that Ben Simmons is. It's just really been a saga, but I mean, with Ben Simmons, even though he is very much a passer, he is also one of the best defenders in all the NBA. He is able to take a lot of pressure off of Joel Embiid with that regard, be able to save him for the offensive end, so that's something that you've got to be taking a look at as well, but with Joel Embiid, even if you do wind up having Ben Simmons, who is fully motivated, a guy that is firing all cylinders, just the health issue, because we saw with him just coming out of Kansas, he wound up having all those back injuries. It's certainly something that wound up popping up time and time again when it came to last year as well. So it is certainly something of note when it comes to taking a look at the MVP. And we're going to be doing more looking at the MVP on the other side. We're going to be pivoting a little bit, though. We're going to be going from the NBA, and I know that a lot of you guys have wanted my take on odds to be able to win NFL MVP. So we're going to have those odds and my take on those next. Right here on VEASAN, the sports betting betting network for the Greg Peterson experience. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you, make, before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com to check out the current betting splits data. This new feature gives you insights on where the money and the bets are moving for every game. You'll be able to see where the public betting is based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match up with the public opinion. Data is available for money line over, under, and against the spread bets. Betting splits. Another way, vcin is here to make you a smarter better year-round, so check out today's betting splits for every single game at vcin.com. As we are back here on the Greg Peterson Experience. We have yet to have a fill-in on the Greg Peterson Experience. I am very curious to see what that winds up happening. Although I will say, if that does wind up happening, that means I'm out of the fold for a day or two, and we're here to make sure that that does not happen. We're here for the long haul, so always have to try to make sure that we make the most of it and got to make the most out of this NFL season. On the other side, it is going to be midnight Pacific time in all the continental 48 states. So we're going to be going NFL heavy in the final hour. But let's take a look at odds to be able to win the MVP because we have seen a lot of hot takes when it comes to a lot of these star players in the NFL. Some people are questioning the greatness that is Patrick Mahomes with having when it comes to like their top five quarterback rankings and everything like that, guys like Justin Herbert and company in front of him, which I think is a little bit premature because if you take a look at the odds right now, we have seen a lot of shifting. And if we were to give out the award today, and I'm talking about not projecting forward, just looking at what has happened thus far, I would give the award to Kyler Murray based on what he's been able to do. But you take a look at DraftKings right now, and there's a name that is currently not on that list for odds to be able to win MVP, and that is Patrick Mahomes, because he has fallen outside of the top eight. As we have it right now, Josh Allen is at plus 450. Kyler Murray is at plus 550. You've got Tom Brady, Justin Herbert, Dak Prescott, got all at plus 750. 10 to 1 is Lamar Jackson. Aaron Super Rogers, along with Matthew Stafford, are all at 12 to 1, and I think it's a little bit of a travesty that we've got Patrick Mahomes outside of that, because you take a look at the schedule of the Kansas City Chiefs, I do think that it sets up quite favorably, and with the way that we've seen this Kansas City Chiefs defense wind up looking, I do think that it's all going to be on the shoulders of Patrick Mahomes to be able to get the seams of victories. Now, you take a look at it as well. He is hurt by the fact that Clyde Edwards-Elair is currently on injured reserve. He's going to be out for the next few weeks, but 
he does catch a little bit of a break in that it does look like Tyreek Hill wound up avoiding any sort of a major injury as it looks like he is going to be back in the fold this week when they wind up taking on the Washington foosball team. And you just take a look at it. They've got Washington this week. They're going to be playing against the Tennessee Titans. So the Titans are a solid offensive team in their own right. They're not necessarily a great defensive team. You've got the Giants, Packers, Raiders, Cowboys, and then you've got the Broncos, which you no doubt those two games towards the back half of the season. going to be hard for him to be able to accrue a lot of stats there, but the Raiders' defensive luster is sort of falling off on them, and who knows what we're going to be able to get out of the Raiders moving forward as we wind up having the big giant what you do with John Gruden. So you've got an interim head coach right now taking over the team out here in the lovely city of Las Vegas. So got a lot of that going on, and I just take a look at Patrick Mahomes being outside of 12-1 to to be able to win MVP, and I think that that's just worth a flyer in and of itself. This is a guy that in his first five years in the league, has already went to and won a Super Bowl. He wound up coming short in another one, has made the AFC Championship game, falling short to Tom Brady, and I just take a look at it, and I do think that he is going to be able to get online now. We have seen a couple more mistakes than normal out of Patrick Mahomes, but you still just take a look at the numbers. 1,490 yards, 16 touchdowns and 6 interceptions. He has taken 7 sacks so far this year, and he hasn't necessarily run for a whole bunch of yardage thus far, but Still 153 yards. He's already had a touchdown this season. I do think that Patrick Mahomes is going to be just fine. And then you take a look at what we've seen out of some of those front runners: Tom Brady, Justin Herbert, Dak Prescott. No question those guys are all solid. And if I'm looking at anyone out of the plus 750 range, I actually would be looking at Dak Prescott. Now, with Tom Brady, he has been absolutely magnificent here down the stretch. But you take a look at Dak Prescott, and there is a possibility with the way that this Cowboys offense is structured that he could wind up breaking records because we wound up seeing it before he wound up going down with his injury last season. He was on pace to be setting a whole bunch of passing records. This is someone who has been very rock solid here for the Cowboys. 13 touchdowns and three interceptions completing 74% of his passes. I do think that this is a bunch of which they have been able to give him a little bit more balance, but I could see a situation in which you wind up having Dallas Layton quite a few games and you wind up seeing those Dak Prescott 400 plus yard games wind up returning for him. You take a look at the short shot right now on Josh Allen and he has been absolutely magnificent, but I would argue that Kyler Murray has done a little bit more than Mr. Allen to this point. Now you take a look at Allen and he has been highly efficient. He's only thrown two interceptions thus far, but at the same time, he is someone that has been benefited a lot by playing with Stephon Diggs and Emmanuel Sanders has been really a godsend for this wide receiving core. And I do have to say with Josh Allen, he has been able to give the team a pair of touchdowns on the ground as well. So that helps him out a little bit, but I would still, if I were to give out this award today, and like I said, this is not projecting forward. This is not taking the odds right now, but if what we have seen today on October, I think that it's the 17th, it might be the 18th where you are right now, but here in mid-October, I would be awarding this award to Kyler Murray just because of what he's been able to do thus far. He has thrown for four interceptions, but you take a look at the dual threat that he's been able to give to the Cardinals, and he has been absolutely magnificent. He has thrown for 10 touchdowns himself over 1,500 yards. And you just look at this plain stat of the fact that the Cardinals are the only undefeated team in the NFL right now. I do think that that's very beneficial. Now, he does benefit from the fact that you've got Mr. Hopkins out there in his wide receiver core, and you take a look at DeAndre Hopkins, and I still think that he is a guy that has a good argument for being the top wide receiver in the NFL, but I do think that this is an award in which I do think that there's going to be a lot of 
value on Patrick Mahomes down the stretch, especially if you wind up having the Chiefs go on a run. It's something that I was talking about in the last segment when it comes to the odds to be able to win the NBA MVP. Keep in mind that these awards are given out by actual voters, humans with eyes that they love storylines. They love just gobbling up teams that wind up getting hot late. So you do have to probably value a little bit more of the back half of the season because with just human nature in general, there are a lot of people that they forget what you wind up doing in week three. They forget what you wind up doing. Heck, even in week 10, you wind up having a big performance in week 15 and a got to have a game to be able to have the division. I think that that's something that's very crucial. And what I think is actually helping help Patrick Mahomes for less of a better term, as well as the fact that the division that he's playing in right now, the AFC West, it has been a gauntlet. Now, that also helps out Kyler Murray because coming into the year, we all thought that the NFC West was going to be the top division in football. Anyone that was saying otherwise, there weren't too many of them. I don't know what they were looking at. And thus far, it really has been the case. 49ers have been a little bit of a disappointment, but the Rams, they have been tremendous. Up until the injury to Russell Wilson, you saw the Seattle Seahawks doing the same. Now, what happens without Mr. Wilson? We're going to be diving into that a little bit more in the final hour when I take a look at that Seattle Seahawks game that's going to be coming up for Sunday, what we're going to be able to get out of our good friend Geno Smith. But I do think that that is going to be able to help out Patrick Mahomes to try to get back into the race for this award. I just think that when it comes to the NFL in general, you've got just such an overreactionary league in general. If you go on Twitter during any given NFL Sunday, you're going to see a guy both get praised and criticized both in the same game, sometimes in the same drive. I mean, it's absolutely insane. I mean, Baker Mayfield is not going to be winning MVP, but I'm hearing a bunch of people after it seemed winds of losing by kind of 47 to 42 to the Chargers that the game was all his fault. And it's like, do you have eyes? The team wound up giving up 47 points. Baker Mayfield doesn't play defense. So, I mean, there's a lot of, shall we call it, irrationalists when it comes to just when you take a look at the NFL, the way that people wind up taking a look at some of these performances, good, bad, or indifferent, it's one of these cases in which if you wind up having a good performance on Sunday, you're the greatest thing since sliced bread. If you wind up having a bad performance, you are pretty much a billy goat. I mean, we saw that with the Patrick. We saw that with the Green Bay Packers after week one. I'm someone that I'm from the great state of Wisconsin. I had a bunch of friends blowing up my phone saying, oh, why does Aaron Rodgers not care? Oh, why do the Packers absolutely stink? Well, let me tell you right now, news of the demise of the Green Bay Packers, prematurely reported, ladies and gentlemen. It's just one of these things in which, because there are so few games in the NFL, I feel like we overhype them for a little bit of lack of a better term because while there aren't a lot of NFL games at the same time, there is now 17 of them for every single one of these teams and we wind up keying in on just one of them. We take a look at what we wound up seeing last, and we sort of get the blinders on rather than taking a look at the full picture and taking a look at the fact that, oh, yeah, Patrick Mahomes, he wound up going to the Super Bowl in back-to-back years. Oh, yeah, Lamar Jackson, he has not come up big late in seasons, especially in the postseason as well. So I think that there is a lot of things that wind up going into this. The fact that you've got Patrick Mahomes outside of the, I would even call it top five of the MVP odds right now I think is a little bit of an overreaction I think that there's a lot of good value there I think that's one of these cases in which if you're firing in on any of these futures you've got to be taking a look at the big picture and the big picture is there's a lot of money to be made this upcoming rest of the NFL season and it is going to be an NFL Sunday when we come back on the other side so starting those previews next right here on VEASAN the sports betting network 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a&e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote step into the world of power loyalty and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.